What's up, guys? Rick here with my top five sleepers for this week's Palmetto Championship. I thought about coming on here, making a five-second video, and saying, here are my sleepers for this week, all of them, and have a bad joke about the strength of this field. But I'm actually going to give out uh, five different sleepers. In fact, I think I have six sleepers for this week because the field is not very strong. But remember, there are not one, but two live chats on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Rick Run Good YouTube channel. That is our standard Wednesday live chat, Palmetto Championship, all things ownership, uh, one and done, whatever you want to talk about, that time is yours. And then 8.15 p.m. Eastern time, also Rick Run Good YouTube channel. That is the Jock Market Power Hour. It is Stock Market DFS. This would be a great week to get in, get your feet wet, learn about the market, because next week's U.S. Open is going to be absolutely crazy. And if you have not signed up yet, they just amped up the deposit bonus. Now a $50 deposit bonus. And you only have to deposit 20 bucks. Use the code RICK. That will get you that deposit bonus. But for now, let's talk about the sleepers. Let's start with Garrick Higo. He is 55 to 1 to win this golf tournament. He is $9,000 on DraftKings. And if you don't follow the European tour, you probably have no idea who this guy is. Well, he's been playing on the European tour, of course, and he's very young. He was born in 1999. He's this young, raw, talented kid who can hit it far, doesn't always know where it's going, but has plenty of upside as evidenced by his two wins. His, le- his last three European tour starts win T8. Win. You go back a fourth one, T4, absolutely dialed in on that circuit. And I know what you're saying, Rick, those wins don't matter. They're weak fields. They're terrible. I understand the sentiment. However, those wins, they have a strength of field uh, from the official world golf rankings of, let's see, 24 and I believe 39 was the other one. It is equivalent of winning the Puerto Rico Open and the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship if you're looking for a PGA Tour equivalent. He has played here recently, played at the PGA Championship. He made the cut. He finished 64th. He is going to be raw. He is going to make mistakes, silly mistakes. He can hit it far. He's going to get himself into trouble, but I love the upside from this kid. He knows what it takes to win. I'm certainly not predicting a victory at 55 to one, but I think he can make a lot of noise, especially as he continues to get more and more comfortable on this circuit. I'm really interested to see Higo's future and his upside. Luke List is next. He's 75 to one. He's $7,900 on DraftKings, And I would certainly not describe Luke List as a consistent, safe option. He is not that. He's missed each of his last two cuts, but before that, he finished 61st at the Byron Nelson and 6th at Quail Hollow. He also had a top 20 at the Valero Texas Open, and we see Luke List pop. He is not consistent. He is more, much more volatile than most, but the one thing that I think gives him just a nod is his course history here at Congaree. Uh, for a place where no one has any course history and a place that few of these golfers have even played before, for Luke List as of a month ago held the course record so plenty of good vibes for Luke List when he gets back to Congaree this is by no means safe this is purely an upside hopefully good feels good vibes type of play and Luke List is that guy at only $7,900 and 75 to 1 to win the Palmetto Championship. 
David Lipsky is 125 to one to win this golf tournament. He has $7,400 on DraftKings, and I'm just such a big fan of Lipsky. You know, he turned pro a while ago. He's been grinding for a long time across all of these tours, and and most recently he's been grinding away on the Corn Ferry this year. And this season he's got a win. He has three more runner-ups. He just had back-to-back runner-ups uh, here in Vegas at at Paiute and the week before at em- at Emerald Coast. I mean, he's he's playing well recently and this is not the last you are going to see of David Lipsky uh, because of his performance on the Corn Ferry this season he will graduate he will and already has secured his PGA Tour card for next year so you're going to see a lot of David Lipsky and I got to be real th- this field almost resembles a corn fairy field. It's not, it's obviously better than that, but you get my point here. He is going to be very comfortable in, in, in the groupings, looking at the leaderboard. He's already got his tour card uh, secured. He can go out and kind of free wheel this thing. And Oh, by the way, he's very good at golf. He's the 157th ranked player in the world. He's playing well. This feels like a really good spot to deploy Lipsky who will go completely under owned, overlooked by the vast majority of, of people because they've never seen him play anywhere, but I'm not going to be one of those people. I'll be invested in David Lipsky this week. All right. And then finally, we're going two for one here. The, the, the college guys who just turned pro John Pock, $6,900, 225 to one to win this golf tournament. And Davis Thompson, $7,200 and 300 to one to win this golf tournament, which doesn't really add up, right? Davis Thompson is longer in the outright market, but more expensive on DraftKings. Weird. Doesn't really add up. But anyway, here's the deal with these two. Now that the NCAA finals, that's all over. We're getting the guys who are turning professional. Both of these guys are going to be making their first career professional start this week. John Pock, he is the number one player in the PGA Tour U. PGA Tour University, this is a a, a season of accumulating points throughout college in which uh, if you're in the top five, you get X number of exemptions. You're in the top 10, you get whatever. Well, he gets uh, essentially unlimited starts in the corn ferry for the rest of the year. And he can also accept sponsors exemptions up here on the PGA tour. So he is rocking and rolling ready to go. He's an eight time winner at Florida state. Great golfer. Very, very good. He was the low am at the U S open in 2020. I believe he finished 51st or 61st. One of those two, but he was the low amateur that week. And then Davis Thompson, we've seen him before. He's played a couple of RSM classics. He was the number one ranked amateur in the world before turning professional. And I think that the appeal of these two golfers comes from how little we know about them. I know that sounds weird, but there are a lot of guys who are priced similarly, both in the outright market and in the player pool on DraftKings that are known entities and they're not very good. It's a little exciting. It's a little enticing. It's a little appealing to have an opportunity to get an unknown entity who who have I don't I don't really know what their upside is. Is their upside top twenty five? It could be. We have seen this uh, last couple of years more than ever. Golfers are coming out of college more prepared than they have ever been. I'm not going to compare these guys to Colin Morikawa or Victor Hovland or anything like that, but they come out way more prepared. This is a very weak field. This is an opportunity to hit the ground running. You don't have to bet your whole bankroll on them, but I think just a little nibble, maybe a top 20, maybe put them in some lineups is well worth the consideration.
All right, that'll do it. My top five sleepers for this week's Palmetto Championship. Let me know who I missed, who I'm wrong on. Tweet me at Rick Rungood or leave a comment below. Best of luck this week, and I'll talk to you guys soon.